guys. Welcome to episode 60 of Concentrated. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to have the energy I want to have, all right? I, you looked at her like, huh. I know, uh. I know. Look, y'all, it's episode 60 of Concentrated. If you're at episode 60, you should probably already know what this is about, which is a podcast of us just talking about the stuff we find cool and interesting as nerds of color. If this is your first listen, well, I don't know why you're starting at 60, but welcome. Don't, we don't, talk about the stuff that we want to talk about. Somebody jump. Don't do that. They could do that. Yeah, I've start, done that before. Start wherever you want. Um for, before we even get into this week's topic, I just want to take a quick second to thank our listeners for being patient with us. Uh, we did not air an episode last week, and the reality is, is that mental health during this, you know, coronavirus pandemic is real. Uh, I personally was dealing with some issues that would have not had me in a place to record, and my amazing co-host definitely understood as we changed our plans literally five minutes before we were supposed to record so um just a psa take care of your mental health make sure you're surrounding yourself with people that support you when you're dealing with your mental health and we're back at it this week so no that's out the way i mean shit happens take care of yourself talk to people but also you're not better than us you know sometimes shit happens Be, be you know you don't have to tell anybody when something happens. If you don't feel like saying what happened, don't say what happened. You, nobody needs to know your shit. Wait, wait, wait. But what does it have to do with me being better than anybody? I'm, I mean, I'm not, not you personally. I mean, people, I can people talk in to general. Talk. People in general, you're, you're not better than me. Some of your family's fucked up, too. So It's, it's fine. So, again... <laughs> Also, just take care of yourself and maybe not let anybody bully you (laughs) like like eric is doing to maria i don't know (laughs) which is which is also y'all a farce because he was here and he was incredibly supportive so this act that he likes to put on that he kind of my guts i'm not bullying you i'm i'm bullying our listeners there you go if you want to bully people yeah (laughs) so you know you can't be like. We also don't endorse that. I can't again. believe you guys didn't air anything last week. God. Well, you yeah. know, some of your family's nobody, fucked too. <laughs> literally, nobody said that except so, for your brother. Might, your brother did say that though. Yeah, I was saying. Oh, I know. Up with the next episode. I know he said something. Oh, fuck oh, him too. Bitch ass monster. Anyway, but that, that's in fighting which in fa- within family. So I don't think that needs to be on the podcast. But I mean, I guess. Ooh, maybe we do a dirty laundry episode. Mm. No, I'm not cleaning up that episode. I'll say, because it's so. just going to be me and Eric coming in. Right. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Guys, why are you being so mean? Because you're a bitch. That's why we're being mean. That's not nice. That's I didn't nice. say all that. You said all that. I was just like, whatever. Yeah, but you're anyway. winking. I know you agree. I'm not winking. I don't wait. All right, so, yeah, no, I'm Manira. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, hey, guys, if this is your first listen, I am Maria. I am here with my co-host Eric and Mira. Uh, Salutations and good day. Oh well, that was a nice little Daniel Craig uh, switch up there. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's our that's Zazie, our uh, coronavirus so public <laughs> intern who stays doing way too damn much for no real reason. He didn't, but you know, like the accent. I, I think that's what it was. I think Zazie did not like your accent. You need to work on that one. Because your dog's racist. Yikes! My puppy might be German, but she's not racist. Okay. Mm. Anyway. Okay. Wait, are, are you are you co-signing? I mean, she's no, still... I was trying to figure out how she was racist. <laughs> like I didn't get it. Well, you're I, still the same person. You see what it's she, just your accent. Like... You would think she was racist. 
Anyway, guys, this week we are going to talk about the fine. We have <laughs> listen. Never... Listen, she ain't never barked at me either, and I'm not right. exactly white. But anyway, <laughs> uh, this week, guys, we're going to talk about some of our surprise finds during this pandemic of you know being inside because you know we don't want to die. Um, and staying home and taking advantage of all of the plethora of things that you can watch through all of the streaming services available to us. Before we get into some of this, though, and we might dig a little deep in some of our favorite shows, and maybe we won't. We'll see how it goes. But before we do that, it is time for Eric to do the news. That's my happy Eric do this does news music. I mean, we don't we don't know if it's happy news, so I'm giving it a wait and see kind of. Oh, right, no. Eric. Oh no, I got a bunch of angry news. Ooh, all right, come, come on. Come on, with it. One okay. one last week because we, we he he died last week uh, before we recorded. Um, first one is Ian Holm, who was one of the stars of Alien and yep. Chariots of Fire, and most notably to this generation, uh, he was Bilbo Baggins in Lord of the yep. Rings. Yep. Um, so he passed at the age of 88. And I believe that's just sad. natural causes. Yeah. That made me sad as too, but you know how we have that if they made it to 70, we're kind of okay with it rule. Bilbo Baggins made it to like a million. He was able to go and live with the elves, go off and sail with the elves. And he didn't do that here. And that made me sad. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but no, I mean, he was also just a legendary actor. He know. really was. He was an amazing actor. He's one of the people who portrayed uh, Napoleon twice in different movies. That is true. Yep. Look at you with the fun facts about a dead guy. Thank you. He was. A, he also I was mean, the first he was alien. alive. Like, yeah. the facts, he was alive. So. He was the, the first um, robot in an alien movie. Not alien as in general, but like the alien, the Ridley Scott. Yeah, he was um, the robot. We didn't know he was a robot until later in the film. And then he was, you know, Bishop and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Afterwards. Moving along uh, in more old dead white men, uh, Joel Schumacher, director of Batman. Uh, when did he yeah. die? Earlier this week. Oh, yeah. I missed that one. Yeah, he directed Batman Forever. He directed Batman and Robin. He directed um, Lost Boys. He's dead. He's, Let's not bring up Batman and Robin. He's got more good films than bad films. Yeah. In his later days, yeah, um, not so great, but... Everyone literally all we had, Maria. Like yeah. I don't understand. Everyone like, remembers beggars could be choosers at that time. <laughs> no, no, but but you know, people give him like so much shit for how terrible Batman and Robin is. But to Eric's point, he actually made a lot of really yeah. good movies. Say almost fire, right. Lost Boys, like, falling I don't, down. Like I you know how when, when sometimes people die and they do the eulogies, like they try to determine what's the bad stuff that they're going to leave out? We we could leave the Batman and Robin out in his eulogy because he made a lot of good movies. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's that's what history will remember him as, unfortunately, even though he also did that really good fan of the opera from 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman and Robin, 8mm, uh, uh, phone booth. I liked 8mm. Eh. Uh, I, I like... Well, no, I don't like them. <laughs> he also did the number 23 with Jim Carrey. Not that good. Yeah. Okay, stop, stop. We're done. He did a time to kill. Everyone it's likes a time great to kill. Movie. Good time yeah. to kill. Joel Schumacher will be missed. And Flatliners, which is also really good. Mm-hmm. See, not, there you not go. Not to be confused with the terrible remake. Okay. The remake was All right. So bad. All yeah. right. So is that is that it with death? Those are my two deaths. And he died at the age of 80. Again. 
Yeah, no, so he good died. long life. He died good, yeah. Uh, yeah, and unfortunately um, for him, he is was after a battle with cancer. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But you know what is fortunate? Betty White's still kicking it, bitch. She is. Uh, she speaking is of Betty White, I have some Betty White news. Oh shit. She's dead. No. No. She, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't. Don't do that. No, but um, I don't know if you guys have been following the news this week. No. Apparently, all of Hollywood is woke this week. So, one thing they're doing is removing episodes of things with people in blackface. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel and um, Jimmy Fallon have both come out and apologized. Uh, Jimmy Fallon had an old SNL sketch where he did blackface. Jimmy Kimmel on The Man Show did a whole series uh, where he did blackface as Carl Malone. Uh, yeah, um, but Golden Girls has uh, removed an episode from Hulu in which Betty White and Rue McCallaghan are mistaken for wearing blackface. Uh, they've also removed episodes of 30 Rock, Scrubs, and Community, um, as well as the entire series Little Britain, where they did uh, blackface quite often. It is very hard to find a white person who didn't do blackface. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So. <laughs> here's my thing. They've also edited an episode of The Office uh, to cut a scene out where that uh, featured blackface. Okay, here's the thing, though. Uh I appreciate the fact that people are trying to be woke and they are trying to learn from their mistakes. I am not, and we've talked about this before, like I am not a fan of cancel culture. Um, If the person that you're trying to cancel is legitimately like, you know, remorseful for whatever said actions were, there are some things though, like pedophiles, sorry, you can't be remorseful for, you know, molesting kids, you you will, you will be canceled. There's several of those this week too. Right. But you know what I mean? But like, but like somebody who, who was racially insensitive and truly didn't understand how they were being racially insensitive, educating themselves and then coming back and saying, you know, I was fucked up for that. I can respect that if they really mean it. I think some people, I think there are people that say it just because they don't want to get canceled. And that's a whole nother problem. Here's how you'll know if they mean it. If you go into their writer's room and they have more than just one black person, mm-hmm. because I'm sure that they had black people in their writing room, like the office, they had Mindy Kaling, but was she the only person of color there? And did she feel comfortable enough to say, you know what we shouldn't do? The black face. It- little too tone deaf and also it's just not right 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 yeah. well, but she probably didn't feel she's safe also been that. accused recently of being a little problematic when it comes to things oh, like colorism in the indian she's community always been problematic yeah. 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 but just but moving, saying, moving like, along with the with I the say st- all of that to say that you still can't ain't come for betty white because it's not like betty white was like oh they no. shouldn't have removed those episodes of me in blackface yeah. i'm pretty sure she knew blackface was wrong since she's a million years old that's all the more reason she might have thought it was okay. Is she a million? Yeah, she probably thought it was okay because she was born in 1901 and some exactly. shit. Oh, what's your other news? Moving <laughs> along in the same direction, we have some some different uh, changes in the animation world. First of all, um, Jenny Slate, who plays um, the character on Big Mouth, who is a uh, a little uh, mixed girl. Uh, she's that one time. Yeah, who used also famously dated Chris Evans to Manera's dismay. Um, she has come out and said that she will not do the character again and on any other seasons, and will give up the the character to a person of color. Yes. Um, also, there was at uh, the same time. Um, 
Stevens voice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike Henry, who does Cleveland, who has been doing Cleveland for 20 years and had a whole ass si- uh, spinoff, oh, now yeah. says, oh, he'll stop voicing Cleveland. I respect it. Only took him 20 years to I mean, realize that was wrong. And be well. surrounded by every other black person on yeah, their... Saying, uh, because his wife on the show was Sonali. Black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kevin Michael Richardson, like mm-hmm. famously, one of the most famous black voice actors. But, you know, but okay. now, Pat 20 years later. Back, yeah, I'll sure, stop you. Yeah. yeah. Listen, he's made his no. money. No. No, no, hear what I'm about to say, though. <laughs> That the Cleveland show was garbage. So let's just let's just call a spade a spade. Um, he's made his money. Of course he's gonna walk away from it now because who's really checking for family guy like that anymore or the Cleveland show? I mean white guys. Yeah. It will never well, die. There are always white guys. Family guy will always be on the air. White guys. Also, apparently, um, Kristen Bell has came out come out and said that she will not lo- she will no longer voice the character of Molly on the new show Central uh, Central Park, which is on Apple TV. Um, it's from the creators of Bob's Burgers because I she plays um, a, a mixed race character. I haven't seen that, but you it's, saw it and you said it was good. It's okay. It's no Bob's Burgers, but it's it's along the same line. Like the animation is the same and everything. It's got too much Josh Gad. I like Josh Gad, but I, I need him in small bursts. He can be a little annoying if you give him too much of a platform. I mean, uh, they gave him Frozen, didn't they? Yeah. Also, uh, Hank Azaria said he will no longer be doing um, he will no longer be doing Carl on The Simpsons. He will no longer be doing Apu. He will no longer be doing uh, Officer Lou, and he will no longer be doing the Bumblebee Man. But didn't okay? Am I wrong in thinking that there was a whole big outrage that he was still a poo from? Like, wasn't yeah, there, there a there petition? Was a okay, there was a document called the Problem. And so now poo. he's just decided. Well, because back then it wasn't a problem. Doing, they've basically been writing a poo off the show slowly. Um, Why write him off the show when you can just get I guess another voice? Easier back. than casting a, an actual uh, South Asian man. But now he's not doing any of the other characters. So I don't know if they're going to recast those. The Simpsons has been on the air since the dawn of time. So Or they should just fucking cancel The Simpsons. How about that? Not going to do that either. They, yeah, Again, it's still, for some reason, man. a lot it's of people still watch It's not funny anymore. No. It's not funny to you, Maria. Uh, the white men thing is hilarious. Because white men. Ugh. All right. So that, that's all my casting news. Um, okay. A lot. Um, also, we have some Disney Plus news and some Beyonce news. Apparently, Beyonce's new visual album, Black is King, will be coming exclusively to Disney Plus. And that's what I wanted. Which I is going to piss off a lot of my people. Anything else? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay, because you know I don't stay up on the the doings of Queen Bay. So let me make sure I'm understanding this correctly. She has, she has a new visual a album, visual album called, Lemonade, called which Black is, cool. is King, inspired by The Lion King. It's coming to Disney Plus on July 31st. Whoa, Black is King, but inspired by The Lion King. Correct. Which is the only movie based in an African or a non-white country. And instead of actually having people, they decided to do it with all animals. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it's going to be on. So, am, am I the only one that already just? Okay, never mind. I, I say, it's going to piss white people off. I'm for it. Let's. Do oh it. yeah, no, no, no. And I, I don't believe like I, I think she's you know it's a live action thing, so it's not like she's playing Nala from The Lion King in it. But the music is inspired by um, by The Lion King: The Gift, which is apparently like an album they put out with the release of the film. Okay, and but she did that. Out. 
But I guess what I'm trying to figure out, and maybe I need to go back and listen to this, the gift album, because I haven't heard it. Is it really inspired by The Lion King or are you or is it inspired by Afrobeats? And it's just inspired by by the uh, Lion King, but with also African roots. Uh, According to Disney and Beyonce, uh, quote, Black is King is a celebratory memoir for the world on the black experience. There will not be any slavery, though. Or maybe they will. I don't know. No, no, no. I don't think, I guess. And I'm really struggling for, with this one, guys, and, and I, I apologize because sometimes my brain just don't work that good. But I guess what I'm trying well, to they, figure they out. They dropped the trailer for it yesterday on Beyonce's website. So if you haven't seen it, you can check that out. Maybe I should check that yeah, out. Yeah, that might because, give you a little bit more insight on what it is. Because what I'm thinking when you're saying this is, oh, okay, you're going to make a Disney Plus version of Formation. And I'm here for that, right? No. If it's supposed no. to inspire the black experience. But the black experience that Disney gave us in The Lion King was a bunch of motherfucking animals because apparently black a, a story based in a black country couldn't actually have black people. So I'm very confused on how they're translating the story about fucking animals because I'm not going to let that go because it's always bothered me about Lion King, right? How are they translating that into the black experience or is it it's not really being translated into the black experience but because um but because it's black inspired, it really is going to be like we're going to the the inspiration is going to be Afrobeats or African rooted music because Afrobeats is huge right now globally. So is it going to be an album that's inspired with a bunch of reggae and Afrobeats or is it truly going to be about the black experience and the black experience or the African experience? Because those are also two very different fucking things. I don't know. I haven't, wa- I haven't watched the trailer. I'll let you guys watch I the trailer. I saw the trailer. It's beautiful. Okay. And, and I'll leave that there. Okay. So, but, Benir, you get the point that I'm making, right? Well, and I'm not coming at bay. No, no, no. Here's, so I here's, calm down. No one's coming at bay. Here's the thing. This is literally Disney plus Beyonce equals mountains of cash. So, and Disney, you know they cut Disney, their tra- well, they cut the trial, the right? They, they cut the trial you can no longer get a trial with Disney Plus. Yes. Because also, next week, Hamilton comes out. Yep. So you buy in that yeah, shit. Hamilton, the, the special version that was supposed to be released in theaters next mm-hmm. year, they chopped it and basically are making it a streaming exclusive to Disney Plus. And it is Hamilton featuring Lin-Manuel Miranda and David Diggs. Oh, and, the original. Yeah. Yes. And it's, it's a original. stage performance, but they, they did it with like professional, like they set it up like a movie, but it's still on stage. So I'm Manera, the fuck out of okay, because I was gonna say I've never given Hamilton a shot, but I feel like I this needs to be an experience. Yeah. Like, should we Zoom watch this? Because I, I feel I like on, I'm gonna have a lot of questions. I plan on watching it. I've never seen Hamilton. I know people that freak the fuck out about it. Uh, uh, your niece. Spoiler: It's usually white people, but um, also people who are just into musical theater. Which good for you. I'm not in. I'm not big on plays or musicals. So. I'm not their target audience. If that's what you're into, good for you. It's not typically for me, but I will give it a shot and see. Like, I have enjoyed some musicals, but most of the time, it's not for me. Okay, I am generally not into musicals either. However, I'm about, I'm really about giving this a shot because the first time I saw In the Heights, okay, I'm a little biased because my daughter and my future son-in-law were starring in it. And, but it was a... Also, unfortunately, that has been pushed to next I know. summer. But but the thing is, like, I did not go in thinking anything other than I'm here to support my kid. 
um, and you know, the young man who eventually became her fiance. But when I watched it, I was like, oh my God, this was amazing. It was so much fun. It was entertaining. The songs were great. But I didn't know if it was enough for me to be like, no, I can get into musical theater. I don't think it was. It was a great experience. So like when I heard they were doing In the Heights as a movie, I was very excited about it. Cause I'm like, yeah, I want to see that. I just, my well, daughter's tried to bring me around on this Hamilton train and I just have not been able to do it. So I think I'm going to make a concerted effort to really try to watch it and enjoy it. Yeah, I want to check it out because I, I want to see what the hype is about. I've heard nothing about it but from the white people, you know, rapping at me. And I was like, okay, I, you're putting me off of it. I don't want to see this, <laughs> but I'll give it a shot. And uh, I've had it bad experiences with musicals. Like I had a very bad experience watching Rent, the movie, uh, and it really put me off to Rent. And then, of course, Cats. So um, I will give it a shot. Cats was a masterpiece. Don't you ever, <laughs> don't you ever speak ill of cats? Well, okay. And moving along to other things featuring music and also Disney. Okay. We had, we had the featuring big announcement. Cats. Wait, yeah. you see, he's just like, "Fuck you, Maria." We're gonna move <laughs> on to that one. No, 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 we're we're done yelling about Beyonce. I will check that out when I when it comes out. I haven't seen um, Formation or Lemonade or any of that. I was yelling. Ooh, get in it. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Is, I don't beautiful. really listen to Beyonce. I don't really know much about Beyonce. So. Um, I know who she is. I know what she does, and I've, cool. I it, think it, Lemonade was her her best work. Yeah. Well, moving along to more things that Disney likes to do to piss people off, um, they announced this week that they are closing down Splash Mountain and redesigning it yes! to feature um, the Tiana. Princess and Frog, yes, which Princess has Tiana. a lot of people, a lot of white people, very angry because oh. they did not realize that. Um, Splash Mountain is inspired by the film Song of the, South. of the South. And even the song, the Oscar award-winning song, Zippity Doodah, is from that film. Oh, so, I did not know that. That went an yes. Oscar. That song. And white people are mad because like, oh, you're erasing history and oh, it's not about racism, it's just a good song. Listen to the lyrics of the song. The whole movie is about fucking glorifying plantation South and slavery. And Fuck. being happy to be a fucking Oh, slave. my God. I'm just, I'm literally sitting <laughs> Is there. Is it just, speaking, you're just playing the song just, on your head? Yeah, zippity-doo-dah, zippity-dah. And the fact I, that. Oh, my, what a wonderful day. Plenty of sunshine. Why are you putting a little slave on it? Because yeah. now because she got you when you sing it, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. And they, they apparently they toned it down when they were originally designing Splash Mountain. It was supposed to be Uncle Remus in Splash Mountain, and they changed it to Briar Rabbit. Which people were like, oh, okay, the the rabbit's not racist because it's a cartoon. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, I I had to sing that song in a fucking medley in chorus as a kid. I'm so disgusted now that literally just the first fucking verse hit me. Mm -hmm. And I get... What if you real disgusted? I used to live in Virginia, and I I went to elementary school in Virginia. Know that a lot of elementary schools in Virginia take you to plantations to pick yes, that I've, good I've old about, cotton. Yeah, I've heard about this as a field trip where they take little kids to plantations to, you know, because Virginia would have been like, hey, sign this, sign this permission ship so that Maceo can go and pick some cotton. I would have burned that bitch down. Do you hear me? So all of this, I'm so surprised that it's, oh, and this is his, nah, motherfuckers, you knew what the fuck you were doing. Stop yeah. it. Stop People it. are mad about that. My biggest thing about this is that not that it's, that they're redesigning it. Uh, one, Song of the South is terrible. My biggest thing is that why would you redesign this to Princess and the Frog? You're essentially, 
you're you're giving Princess of the Frog a handout. You're like, oh well, this ride is bad for black people, so we're gonna give the one with the history of being bad for black people to the only other black character. But it's like, also very cheap because you know where yeah. um where uh Princess and the Frog was stationed in Louisiana. Yeah. That fucking song of the South. You don't have to do that fucking much. No, we and see, they've already well, shown like, you, the changes. I know that, what you're doing. Yeah, why not give her a new ride or take fucking Epcot where you have all these American restaurants? Well, they're all terrible. There's like two of them. Make a Princess and the Frog themed <laughs> restaurant. Restaurant like they have for Belle. Southern Great. food. Yeah. 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 No, th- that's my problem. I feel like this is this is like it's not it, it's not it's a handout. No, it's no, a handout. Yeah. It's a handout. Yeah. Because, like, I was just excited because fuck Song of the South. And it was about time that they did something for her. And yeah, the only thing I will give. Well, here's the thing. The only thing that I will give Disney credit for in the decision was that if all of the princesses, for the most part, are based in Magic Kingdom, she did deserve to have something there in Magic Kingdom. And they already have that section of the park that's like True. America. However, to your point, the same way Belle has a fancy-ass restaurant that you can't even get fucking reservations to, Cinderella got a whole-ass castle that people are spending thousands of dollars a night to stay in. And and a big part of the Princess and the Frog is her her love for food and a restaurant. So why why not make a restaurant? Why not do that? But let's go one step further. Um. Because now I'm thinking about my Disney Park Magic Magic Kingdom experience. Don't do that. (laughs) <laughs> I understood I will give them the fact that I understand Mulan being at Epcot because China is at Epcot I, I'll give you a little bit of the past where the fuck is Pocahontas in all this I mean if we're going to be real we've been to Disney multiple times I never seen fucking Pocahontas have you I have not seen her I've heard uh, what's that uh, the the colors of the wind song I've heard it every now and again on the speakers yes! you should you should hear it all the time, being that this is her land. But basically, <laughs> I have seen a gentleman dressed as John Smith, though. The f- I, fuck is he doing here? Yeah, I saw him at, at Disney World. I haven't seen Mulan. I mean, not Mulan, but uh, Pocahontas. Oh my god! I tell you, my dad would not. That is the only Disney movie I've never seen in theaters. My dad was like, "No, the fuck, you're not." No, <laughs> no, you your won't. dad was right, and your dad <laughs> no, was you right. Will not. I was very sad because I love I grew up on Disney movies, but my dad was like, not that fucking shit show. <laughs> and uh, I stayed my little black dad. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they 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 basically and I I've argued with many people this week about it online because white people like to to claim that their their historical ignorance of not knowing about slavery, apparently, as if they didn't do the shit. Um yeah, they're they're complaining that oh no, Song in the South. Nobody knows what that is. They haven't released that since the forties. They were releasing Song in the South up until nineteen eighty six for its fortieth anniversary. It's yep. re- it's been on fucking VHS. It never got yep. released on on DVD in America, but it is de- released on DVD and Blu Ray internationally. Internationally, you can get yep. a Japanese copy of Song in the South if you want. Oof. Oof. It's called Song of the Fucking South. Mm-hmm. And no South song is ever good. The movie is literally <laughs> about a, a former slave teaching white people songs to get through their day to tell them how great slavery was and just using the, the classic tale of the magical Negro. But then uh. again, also slavery was a choice, right, Kanye? Yeah. Oof. Wait, wait, stop it, Manera. He was lying. He was just trying to get them people freed from jail. 
Don't come that for That is Kanye. a lie he's, that he smarter. will never come off of for me. Fuck him forever. Slavery was a fucking choice. Your slavery right now to those white women is a choice, but no. Fuck you. And I got one got last, last, last little right. bit of news. <laughs> yes. Um, this one actually comes from today and is really pissing people off. Um, there is a March for Our Rights event in Olympia, Washington. Um, Don't it, do it. Don't you fucking do it. It is a very, um, you know, pro-liberal agenda march. And apparently everyone's famous, uh, everyone's favorite shitbag comedian, Sasha Baron Cohen, um, had his people, because he has that show on Showtime, um, uh, Who is America, where he plays different characters. And it's supposed to be trolling liberals and conservatives at the same time, but apparently he put on a fake stage show, had real artists booked, and then he was the last artist to come on and sang a very um, distasteful song to a crowd of protesters. Uh, and had to be rushed out of there. They had like a, an ambulance waiting that was supposed to be, oh no, someone got video of it. Yikes. Yeah, it's it's not good. And it's it's for his new show, and this will basically get him renewed for a third season because, of course, people are going to watch this to see the, the song being performed. So, Sasha Baron Cohen of uh, Borat and, um, and Bruno fame. And yeah, he was also in Talladega Nights. So... <laughs> Isla Fisher's husband. Yes, Ilsa Fisher's husband. Is it Ilsa? I think it's Ilsa, yeah. Alright. Fuck him. Did you look it, it up? No, 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 that's all I got. Oh, wait, no, 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 I, I apologize. It was not a... Uh, it, it was an event organized by the Washington Three Percenters, a far-right militia group. Oh. So, I, apparently today he was trolling them, but people still got mad, very mad. Well, they stay on that. So. Yeah. But also. My apologies. But yeah, it's just him doing one of his normal pranks uh, with real people involved that will, you know, every now and again get people hurt. <sighs> you know, under his guise of, it's a prank, bro. Mm-hmm. That's that's the YouTube experience. It's a prank. When's that going to stop being a thing? You would think it was when people started getting punched in the face for pranks, but apparently that's not, you know, people still do it. Because they get more views if they get punched in the face. Right. Okay. Anyway, that's all my news. Wow, Eric. That so that was news. That was um. <laughs> that was a thing. I was that saying, we, we can also talk about Shane Dawson, who apparently Jada Pinkett Smith is very mad at. Uh, oh well, yeah. you already threw it out there. What's going on with that? Uh, famous YouTuber and makeup artist Shane Dawson apparently uh, has people have now outed him for having a clip on his YouTube where he sexualized Willow Smith when she was 11 years old, um, and he ha- they found a uh, video of him doing blackface and saying the N word. So you know, just a regular day. Yeah, for some of these guys, because him and like Jeffrey Star, they're famous for this shit. Yeah. Jeffrey Star of famous N-word, calling you an N-word fame. Yep. <laughs> Here's my thing with Jeffree Star. He's and the worst. I don't follow a bunch of, like, YouTube makeup people. I know some of them. Some of them are really good. I don't understand why anybody follows him, because his makeup looks like shit. White like, girls he, like him. But, but he, like, compared to, like, the Jaclyn Hills and some of the other white people that are doing it, his makeup literally looks like somebody gave a one-year-old the palette and said, come on, sweetie, go ahead and play with mommy's face and just do what you want. His makeup literally looks like shit. I don't understand why anybody thinks he's a good makeup artist. 
I will tell you off air why he is still in business. Why I think he's still in business. Ooh, a conspiracy. I mean, you no, love not really a conspiracy as he's white. Inclu- <laughs> inclusivity works for some. And some know how to use it. Uh, oh, played that card. Yep. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, that's that's the difference between a white gay man and a black gay man. A black right. gay man would not be able to get away with this. No. But white, his rec- his receipt list is very long. They right. have him so on on receipts. on video multiple times calling people the n word. He called her mm-hmm. one girl an ape. Mm-hmm. Told her Shayla. to throw throw acid on her. Mm-hmm. Or was it acid or bleach? It it was acid. Yeah. Yeah. So he's terrible. Mm-hmm. All I know is I saw like the 20 minute clip of him boohooing when his boo dumped him. And I was it was hilarious. It was one of the best things I'd seen all year because yeah, no. it was so contrived and so over the top and so fucking ridiculous. I have personal history with Jeffree Star because he has called me the N word personally. Can you just tell the story? Because I was telling some people and they were like, wait, uh, what? Back in the early 2000s, before MySpace and all that, there used to be all sorts of – well, MySpace was around at the same time. Um, one of the the things that was like a simple social network was called Melodramatic. It was for like goth and emo kids and punk kids. And he was very big on there, lots of followers. And I jumped into the fence when he was picking on some girl and he called me the N-word. So, Sounds about right. Yeah. And I, I believe that service is probably shut down now. It might still be up, but yeah, that, still that's people the N word. When I found out that he was like legit famous, I was like, "Holy shit! I know that guy. He called me the N word once." That's you are now, thing. you are now with a bunch of other people. Yeah, it's like me and thirty other people. Like if there's a class you should suit, I'm getting some of that money, y'all. Listen, you are part of a very exclusive club yep. now. You are. You are so fortunate. Man, fuck him. Anyway, moving right along. Yeah, that's all my news. Awesome. <laughs> and some gossip. And some gossip. And some gossip. We should start a. We should. We should ha- do like gossip. Gossip like corner. A- yeah. No. Our I producers. Mean, our producers shaking his head. No. no. I just think it's because he can't appreciate some juicy gossip. The messy. Some people like the messy. I enjoy a little messy every once in a while. Yeah, well, maybe let's TMR, do it like every once. Yeah. Report. Like yeah. once in a while. Listen, all of us like to eat with forks and knives, but every once in a while, you want to pick up them ribs. That's true. That's all I'm saying. We, could, I mean, we could workshop it. We could do well, it. Well, listen, we we've got a planning meeting. We we know what we need to do. We'll put that. We'll put that on the books. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Moving right along. So obviously, like the rest of you, um, well, we're hopeful that like us. The rest of you have really uh, tried to adhere to the actual scientific recommendations on how to stay safe during this pandemic. So we are hopeful that you are social distancing, that you are wearing a mask, that you are staying home as much as possible. Unfortunately, a third of the country is not doing that. We ain't that. talking to Texas, Florida, or Arizona right now. Right. <laughs> you don't know what y'all doing. Y'all, South y'all Carolina, North shit. Carolina, look at yeah. you too. Right. Y'all, y'all on some shit for real. But for the rest of us that understand that our current when, administration. When you said South Carolina, North Carolina, all I thought was that song. Like, take your shirt off. Clean it around your head. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah. South Carolina. <laughs> I mean, that's COVID doing, numbers up. <laughs> look, that's what they're doing with these damn masks because they refuse to wear them. Um, oh, but they have legit 
groups for people that that's the new thing where they're having protests for mass. Have you seen the videos of people from Florida? From um, I think it's Palm Springs where they have the the it's basically like an episode of Parks and Recreation where people are coming and saying the dumbest shit possible to politicians mm-hmm. about how you know putting on a mask is is interfering with God's perfect machine and you know uh, 5G and Bill Gates and it, it, you're all devil worshippers and these masks are are carbon okay. monoxide when you breathe in because you're wearing I a mask. I feel like I've said this before, but natural selection is clearly not working fast enough. And no. maybe that's what you COVID-19 know, is. Virus. Like, uh, hey, you, you touch somebody's hand, you're dead in a week. Like COVID is, is a very much a legit virus, but it's not getting the mortality rate that we need to, to clear out some of the dum-dums. Not well, it doesn't, it also enough. doesn't discriminate though, right? Yeah. Because and, and that's the problem. Through it's most the, of the research, they're finding out that, that black and Latino people are more susceptible to death. It's us and then elderly people and people with underlying conditions. Right. I wonder why. Maybe because we, you know, don't have the money or the education to go to the doctor when we need to, you know. Things that are already set up in the system. Wait a second. Funny, or you right? that many brown, black and brown people live in food wastelands or food yeah, deserts yeah. where there are no, there's no availability of fresh and healthy food. No, no, no. It's not any of that. It's, it's not? Oh, it's, oh, okay. No, it's, no it's, God, it's not several generations it's of poor nutrition. Way, right. It's God's way because clearly black and brown people are not superior to the white man. And that's what God intended, a perfect white Aryan race. Not, not okay, to, let me stop. Not let me to stop th- even saying stuff like this. Mm. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, not to throw it out there, though, but certain sects of the Mormon religion consider being black a curse. And that's still in their Bible. Look it up. Is is that what we're doing? Like, is that this uh this topic? I didn't know because my notes don't say that. But I mean, I mean we can go listen, on. <laughs> anyway, people are dying. What you watching? <laughs> <laughs> right, because the point that we are making is that if you guys are trying to be like us and really practicing safe social distancing, staying home, avoiding, you know, yes, you might have to go to the store and get something, but like whole ass restaurant meals inside of a restaurant like that this is not the time unless you're you're the only customers in that restaurant and even then are you sure 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 like are you sure 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 listen listen i gotta be sure i i'm saying that i have a lot of people who i love and care for deeply that i get it like being in the house is hard being home all the time is hard um, missing your friends and that social interaction is hard, but there is a safe way to get that interaction. And then there's not a, there's an unsafe way. You know, if you know that you are quarantining as much as you can and your friends are quarantined as much as they can, and you guys get together at one person's house and even try to be outside as much as possible. So everybody's not breathing the same air. That is a safe way to get that social interaction, packing yourself, your kids, your loved one, whoever, Packing folks up and saying, oh, well, you know, Annapolis is back open. So let's all let's go, go to the beach. Right. Let's go to the let's go down to Sandy Point. Let's go get away. Yeah. <laughs> let's go to Chart House. Let's go to, you know, wherever restaurant. Like, I get it. I understand. But at the same time, I personally know too many people who either have gotten coronavirus and are still fighting it themselves or have loved ones that have been affected, not even them doing the wrong things, but someone bringing it home to them. And I just wish that people would really understand, yes, it sucks not to be able to do brunch. I miss fucking brunch, but I don't miss it so much that I'm gonna be at 
fucking Sugo this week when I know the size of their patio and I understand that they're not just going to open the restaurant to have one group of people there. Like that's, that is, it's just, it's a lot. So you say that now I'm thinking what's, I, I love Sugo and I love their all you can eat brunch. Would they entertain the idea of maybe like a drive up brunch where like you get one of those trays that you put in your car where like you don't go in the restaurant somebody brings you out the things like when they come like to your sonic? car yeah like sonic but with like high class really good food what fucking country bumpkin wet <laughs> dream are you living in i want i want brunch they got really good eggs benedict like their their salmon eggs benedict it's amazing if i could just pull up in my car close my windows and then like you you come by you know the little uh, trays that you put on your window that hold your food like if you're at a drive in because you're at a drive-in? Yes, yeah. go on. <laughs> drive-in restaurants. I'm saying. Okay. I'm just saying, like, know where you're going. Like, for example, I went and got my nails done. I my hate salon, you, by the way. <laughs> my salon, I'm just going to ignore what he just said. My salon is a big salon. So at capacity, they could easily have 75 to 100 clients in the salon. What they have done for this is that, number one, obviously no walk-ins. They only allow 10 clients at any given time in the salon. And I'm talking even the waiting area. So even if there's five people that are getting worked on, there can be no more than five other people spaced out and waiting. They check your temperature when you come in. You have to come in with your own face mask. And if you don't have a face shield, they make you buy one and put it on right there in front of them before they let you do anything else. They are wiping every, like, of course, you know, they've got all of the shields up on all of the stations and all of that. Everybody is masked up wearing gloves. Everything is being wiped down before you sit down. You watch them with the bottle that clearly says, like, cleaning some Right. <laughs> They're wiping everything down before you sit down. As soon as you get up, they are wiping the shit. There is no dilly-dally. If you're waiting on somebody and you're done, they're like, all right, take your ass outside. You can wait for them outside. Breathe that like, air. Get out of there. We <laughs> are doing so much to make sure that as a client, if I want to walk in, I know that they are taking the necessary precautions. I am taking the necessary precautions. And I feel like even with the, because, you, you know, they'll have the, the pedicure chairs like next to each other. They, unless you, the person that you're sitting next to is in your party, they are putting like four seats in between each client. Like they're doing everything that they can. And I'm like, okay, I'm okay with this, right? Because I'm in and I'm out. They're taking the precautions. I need to take precautions. This is actually safer for me right now than going to the grocery store because the grocery store ain't even doing all of this. This is cool. Grocery stores have lost their goddamn mind. Go to the Aldi and Bowie. Our Lytle has been very good, but outside of Lytle and the Whole Foods, everywhere else, I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, we went to the Aldi and Bowie, and the gentleman was standing there. He was like, do you all need a basket? Yes. We waited until somebody came. We watched him spray the whole basket down, and then you go. You wait, you go. You wait, you go. Clean everything. A lady tried to go in, and he was like, ma'am. And she's like, oh, is that the line? He's like, yes. The line was moving, but she couldn't wait. She had to leave. Everybody ah. had everything. They, right. Everybody had everything they needed. I wanted to know where he got the Lysol. Uh spray because that's few and far between and i love right. that spray but well, i mean yeah. that's the thing like the aldi and beltsville exact opposite we drove past it the other day parking lot and you've been to the aldi and beltsville 
parking lot is packed. There is no line, which means everybody is inside that store. And I'm like, no, we're not doing it. So it was crazy because I had this experience at the nail salon and then I'm driving past the um, barbershop that my husband normally goes to. Parking lot full. It's not a big barbershop. Parking lot is full. No one is outside except the two dudes that are standing there talking to shit with no mask on. And mind you, this was a black barbershop. This is this yeah. wasn't some, you know, crazy. Were, were they at least six feet apart talking? No. They were right. No, you know they were next they to each weren't. other. They weren't. And so it's like this thing. It's like I get that people want to go out, but do your research and make sure that when you're going to these places that they are taking the precautions to keep you safe that you need to be taking to keep yourself safe. And if they're right. not, don't fucking go in. Right. I'm honestly shocked at this point that like even in PG County and some other counties, tattoo shops aren't open yet. I know, I think Anne Arundel has some, but like tattoo shops, and you talk to tattoo artists, um, they're some of the cleanest places you can go. Like legitimate, because one, they have to use clean needles every time. They're already wearing gloves. They have to change all that shit. I think that's exactly why it's happening in PG County, because I personally, and I'm about to say what I say, because I grew up here, I don't trust the quality of tattoo parlors in PG County. I got my first tattoo at one. And when I then went and got my second one at like a for real tattoo shop, I was shocked at the difference in how they did everything yeah. from the changing of the needles, the mask, the gloves, everything was so Every different. Person. And now I think they're, they're, you know, working in like wiping down the seats and everyone has to wear masks and like, you can't bring five friends with you to watch you get a tattoo. No, it's you and maybe one guest. If you're, if you're lucky, uh, my shop that I have an appointment on, th- uh, Wednesday, uh, no Tuesday to finish my sleeve. Oh no, no, no. There is none of that. Like they are, only the artist and the person, and they have rooms. Yeah. Like, unlike no, some other, I've, you, I've, yeah, gotten, you can. I've gotten work there. Though. No, no, but I'm, I'm yeah. talking for our listeners that yeah. don't know this shop that we're talking about. Like, they have rooms. Literally, they're not even letting all of the tattoo artists that have a room be in at the same time. So, if they've got eight artists, only four artists are allowed to be in there at a time with one client. And, like, they sent a long-ass email with the instructions that I need yeah. to adhere to well, before also, I get there. Their their shop is different than most shops, where most shops, like, it's kind of like a corral, like a barber shop, where mm-hmm. the chairs are across from each other. Um, your tattoo shop, and the one that I've gone to many times, yeah, it's individual rooms. So mm-hmm. they bring you in the room, they can close the door, and it's just you and the artist. Mm-hmm. But they're not they're not messing around. And I just think, like, it goes back to me to this idea that people are so anxious to go out. That they're not thinking about it. Like my brother-in-law, I love him to pieces. Like he's getting ready to leave the area. So like he's been like going to D.C. and going to bars and going to beer gardens. And yeah, you're wearing a mask, but you're wearing the mask as long as you're not drinking. So obviously, you know, you ain't got a hole for the sippy straw. So you're removing the mask. And unless you're telling me that everyone that you are hanging out with has taken the precautions I know you've taken. Because I live with you, right? right? If everybody's not taking those same precautions, you just even hanging out with people that are your friends, you're putting yourself in jeopardy. Even if you do go to a bar, which in D.C. I highly fucking doubt, is actually six feet apart and there's not that, like, you know, cross communication. Most bars in D.C. are the size of your fucking kitchen. Exactly. No. What are you doing? So, you know, this is our stay the fuck safe rant, guys. But seriously, like... Stay the fuck safe. Yeah. And then yeah. you'll you will be able to add to the list of shows that we're gonna talk about because you've yeah. been watching Let's them too. Treat it like it's basic <laughs> common sense. Like when this shit first started, it didn't go anywhere. 
we've been taking it so lightly, it never got a chance to to die down and then build back up. I mean, newsflash, you can't go to Europe now because the Europeans got it. They figured it out. And they're like, fuck you, Americans. Y'all want to keep just letting this shit fester? We we should all just hop on a plane and go to New Zealand. They have zero cases. They beat it completely. They won't let us in. Yeah, no, they definitely won't. I wouldn't let us in. Nobody's letting us in, and I don't blame them. You know? (sighs) Let me in. <laughs> nah, bitch, you stuck no. here with us. You, you stuck here with the coronavirus. No. I'm yeah. not like these people. <laughs> I know, I know. It's so yeah. bad. And I think that the crazy thing to me is like this episode that we're doing today that we keep talking about what we're doing, but we're like, we'll get doing there. Else. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're getting there. We're getting there. Our producer's giving up. He's like checked out. I think he's probably. Well, we, we don't have many things. I got a couple yes. of things. Bitch, I got a book. <laughs> well, of course you. Do. Of course you've got oh, a book. Well, well, fuck all of you. <laughs> um, but like we're going to end up doing this exact same episode five months from now because yep. motherfuckers can't stay in the house so that the shit can die down so that we can go back to a semi-normal existence. Yeah. All right. Who's excited? <laughs> uh, speaking of, uh, Tenet and Mulan both got uh, pushed again. Of course, everything has to get pushed at this point. Well, Tenet was apparently, Christopher Nolan was very excited and very, you know, optimistic that they would meet that July 19th uh, date. Nope, not happening. Maybe now I it's, wasn't. It's pushed until at least beginning back. of September. He's going to push it again. I'm just Don't saying, it better be that. good. Don't do that. I'm, I'm, you guys are excited about it. I am not. So I am. I love Christopher Nolan movies. Um, I am excited, though. The Alamo Drafthouse, after everything that AMC came out, uh, we didn't record, so I didn't have that news, where AMC released a thing saying they're not going to require masks because they don't want to be political. And then the internet jumped in their shit, like both feet first. And then like two hours later, they came out with a thing saying, oh yeah, we're, we're going to require masks. We just didn't <laughs> want to get all political with it. Science and health are not political. You wear a mask and everyone else around you is wearing a mask. You have a very low transmission rate. It it's was adorable. It literally happened like at least three hours after. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, no, we're not doing that. Two. Oh, but wait, guys, guys, we were wrong. We're doing yeah. that. Oh, no, uh, whoopsies. <laughs> it was a joke, you guys. It's a prank. It's a prank, bro. I uh, just don't understand when our country changed to think that like science you. is a political issue. That yeah, you apparently. Do. You know when. We see, not even not even with the current the current uh you know administration. This has been going on for a, a while. Yeah, it started before. You kind of vilify no. you know intellectualism. Like if you're like, hey, this is what the science says, and I have things that can back my claims. What are you a fucking nerd? Get out of here, nerd. I'm not gonna nobody, die. I'm gonna live forever. I had to an see orange you show week. your work, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I drink. I I drink some orange juice. I'm fucking healthy as fuck, dog. I mix it with you. I drink orange juice all the time, and I don't think I'm healthy as fuck. Yeah, no, that's that's America. <laughs> Florida, the state that grows oranges famously, is filled with people dying every day. Cause no one's drinking that fucking orange juice. Is that what it is, Manira? They just need more orange juice. Yep, you need more vitamin C, bro. Ugh. Anyway, as I was saying, um, the Alamo Drafthouse, one of my favorite uh, places to go and watch movies, has released an actual plan of what they're going to do to reopen eventually. Like, I think they're talking maybe in August, opening small. Um, they're basically, <laughs> like, they're they're only going to allow, like, 40% capacity of each theaters. Um, like, they're spacing out seats by, like, four, per, four every four, one out of every four seats. Things like that. Um, and requ- uh, masks are required. 
So I, if Tenet does come out in August or early September, that is where I will go and see it. If people would allow the social distancing guidelines to be carried out properly, we could have some semblance of a normal life. You could go to dinner somewhere. You could go to the movies. We could do these things. Or if America fucking, if everyone stayed in their house for three weeks, we'd be done with this. It would it would allow you, things okay. to, to go. You the, know, it would allow the, the, the transmission. you all thought that this was ever going to change is hilarious. Do you know the white people that came over here from Britain were people that didn't want to listen to fucking laws yeah. and wanted to make up their own laws? We were never getting out of this shit. This whole this <laughs> whole country is a is a fucking coddled toddler. Like you you coddled you them for their lie. you never put that baby down for the first you year. And now never you, fucking you lie. put that baby down and you're like, hey, don't touch that or you're gonna get sick. It's like fuck you. I'm, I know I'm my licking it. This fucking <laughs> this document from three hundred years ago tells me everything I can do and you can't tell me not to. Fuck yep. you, America, individualism, freedom. Yeah. I don't care about sick people or poor nope. people or black people. Nope. Because nope. they're not people. Nope. They're not people. America. Mm-hmm. So what was... What yeah, so Manira, what have you been watching while we're on quarantine? <laughs> I actually wanted to go first. <laughs> okay. Believe it or not. Yeah, Maria wants to go first. Go first. So, um, I've been watching damn near no TV um, for the last Ew. at least one to two months. I've been trying to take advantage of this time to like take some online courses, catch up on reading, you know, be productive because it's so nerd. I know because it's so easy for me to not be fucking productive. But I did um, come across a couple of things that I managed to either completely watch that I didn't watch before or finish or just say yeah, no one should I, I ever watch. Say, we should probably preface this as saying like it doesn't have to be a show on Netflix or live TV. Yeah, it could be a I fucking think. YouTube series you might yeah. have fallen down the rabbit hole of. No, I stay. YouTube is dangerous for me. I once in Montreal uh, went down an eight and a half hour rabbit hole of Game of Thrones conspiracy videos on YouTube. Um, it Don't changed my life. Not I, good, I believe it's pronounced started. Montreal. Don't get me started. <laughs> For our French Canadians. Yes. Anyway, so no, no. So we stay away from those. But um, Jay and I stumbled on on Hulu across, and I don't know if I brought this up before, but across this cartoon that apparently originally originally air, aired from 2012 to 2016. It they actually got like four seasons, which I don't even understand. I could barely make it through one episode of this cartoon that's called Forget About It. And, you know, oh God, yes, oh, you know, so bad. OK, so you've seen it. Yes. Yes, I've seen <laughs> so, it. So for our listeners, the premise, it is intended to be kind of like a family guy esque. It's uh, supposed to be like the family guy meets Sopranos. Exactly. And the general the, the story is uh, this guy kills this mob boss. He kills his mob boss because the mob boss had put a hit on his uncle. And so he has to go straight to save his life because after killing the mob yeah, boss. Yeah, he, he rats him to like the FBI rats, and they put him in FBI. witness protection. They put him in, F- in, in witness protection, but here's the thing. And in witness protection, for some odd reason, they needed to move him to Canada. And so he and his very stereotypical Italian family that consists of his wife, an over-sexualized teenage daughter, a quote-unquote nerdy son, and then a like six-year-old that's supposed to be the redheaded Italian girl equivalent of Stewie, but it's done horribly. 
This is his family and his uncle Sal, who he saved. So now they're in Canada um, in this witness protection program trying to learn how to blend in. But they can't leave those good old Italian New York roots. We watched one episode. It's fucking terrible. And when I tell you, it was literally the most god-awful thing I've ever seen. And not in like that, oh, it's awful, which makes it good. No, it was awful and just fucking awful. The worst thing. I I was literally angry and wanted to throw something at my TV that I couldn't get the 25 minutes back that I wasted watching this cartoon. My algorithm hasn't given that to me yet, so I'm glad. Don't. <laughs> yeah, don't. It's on. It's on Hulu. Um, I think it came out around the same time when Hulu was really pushing like their original animated series. So there was that one Seth Meyers show about like superheroes, and yep. there was a couple I loved of that uh, show. Yeah, that was a decent show. Well, yeah. apparently it actually did a little time on Adult Swim as well, which that thank God sense. that they left that shit alone and went the Rick and Morty route you because are. it's fucking terrible. It's terrible. Guys, if it pops up on your feed. It's, a, it's offensive to everyone. To everybody. Like, I'm not even Italian, and I was offended for Italians. It was just so horribly done. So stay away from that. Um, speaking of Rick and Morty, another amazing season in the book. So uh, if you guys have it, get caught up on Rick and Morty. Um, it continues to be one of the best done cartoons uh, ever. And I also think it continues. Well, if you don't get it, it's because you're stupid. And oh. that's what I was going to say. And it continues to shit on assholes that think that. Um, so I normally, like, I feel like with the season endings of Rick and Morty, they're, they're always kind of, like, powerful um, in an emotional way. I found this one to be the most emotional for me. Hmm. Um, and so, like, I don't. You know, I don't want to ruin it for anybody that hasn't had a chance to watch them, although it's the season's been over for like three or four weeks now. But like, not that I'm shading anyone or am I, but um, I feel oh, like, there. you know, <laughs> I'm not throwing to... shade on anyone. I just watched the first episode of a show from eight years ago about <laughs> Italian stereotypes. So no shade. No shade. Um, but I felt like. When you really start getting into the psyche that is Rick and like the struggles that he doesn't really talk about, but you know are clearly there around his relationship with his family and his daughter and stuff like this one just really hit home in a way that was like, damn. So great season. Um, what we do in the shadows. We talk about it all the time because this is a great show. Finally watch the season for now. Oh my god, I love that show so much. You're saying you, finale again. It's finale. You, whatever. You, I said the season finale. finale. I said what I said. Anyway. But you said I it wrong. Season motherfucking finale. <laughs> and um, it was fantastic and hilarious. And I'm very sad that you made out there. Because <laughs> you know I'm holding my mic today. I'm I'm kind of in my, no, my my inner cardi. Um. I'm very concerned of what's going to happen for the writing now that Jermaine is leaving. Yeah, but they they have a pretty good writing room, and I know uh, Taika Waititi also uh, like contributes. Plus, you just have a lot of genuinely funny people on that show. Good. I'm also uh, very happy that like Guillermo gets the the amount of of Guillermo, stage that Guillermo. yeah, like it's not very often that you see a chubby Latino and he is the main character of the show. He's he's adorable. And they I don't like so downplay the fact that he is Latino. Like he speaks Spanish to his mother and like he he got out of the room by knowing Spanish. Listen, that scene where he's like at home with his mom and she's going on and on about the fridge oh, the being broken. broken. 
And he's like trying to have a conversation with the camera, but his mom's speaking to him in Spanish. So he's like having to like try to tell her in Spanish, like, mom, it's okay. I got it. Give me a little bit. And they're just going back and forth. That is every Latino kid's experience at least once a week with their mamas. I can understand why he would want to be a familiar. Yeah, absolutely. Totally got it. So hilarious. And lastly, obviously finished Harley Quinn, um, which great. Can't wait for the next season. But let's talk about it. Watch the spoiler. Spoiler warnings ahead. Right. If you haven't fucking watched the season finale of Insecure, you should just stop right now. We're giving you a moment. And then you can come back. I will say this has been my favorite season yet. Uh, And I think, I feel like I said that last season too, but I think it was my favorite season because you got to see how fucked up just about everybody was. Um, and not only not only how fucked up everybody is, but also like people aren't trying to be fucked up, right? Like we're all a work in progress. Like I'm trying to work on these things, but it doesn't change who I am at my core and I got to work through this. Um, I think it's also on like friendship, like being fucked up and then how that affects your friendship as well. And whether you working on your, and how were you working on yourself affects then your friendship dynamic? Because it does. Because it does. There's no way you can be friends with someone for X amount of years. And if you evolve that it then doesn't cause your relationship to evolve good or bad, because it could evolve in that you're growing together or you're growing apart, or you realize you've outgrown that friend. Like all of these things are very, very real. And what I loved about this season was folks weren't afraid to walk away from friendships. No, you know what I mean? Yeah. They all kind of come back together, but Right. It is okay. Like you do not have to just because y'all were friends in the sixth grade doesn't mean that when you're 42, you still got to be fucking friends. And of course, you're going to walk away from each other if you're both not being truthful to the other person. Exactly. Exactly. So I just think well done. I mean, I've always thought that she has an amazing writing room. Um, It's the it's the reason that I always preferred um, Insecure over She's Gotta Have It. I felt like the way that Nola Darling was written, it was like everything was always everybody else's fault. And even when she admitted fault, there was some bullshit excuse and we were supposed to be good with it. And I love the fact that on Insecure, people people are forced to own their shit, even when they don't want to own well, it. Question. You guys you guys said everyone's terrible and that is incorrect. Kelly, we, don't do no, no. that. Stop. Kelly, Kelly and Issa's brother Amal are the best yes. characters on that show. Stop. I would watch a, a spinoff about them. Oh, just them too? Yeah, and then oh, Thug Yoda God. is their neighbor. I would watch that show. Oh my gosh, yes. Stop it. Yeah. No, okay, so question of, to you. Was she gotta have it? Was it written by, was she written by Spike Lee? The original film, yes. I don't know if the show was. He contributed what. to the show. So was he was. There, was there a lady writer as a head writer? Or no. was it a man? No, it was okay, a man. Then there you go. That's, okay. Then that was okay. the problem. Yeah, 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 it goes back. And I, I think I forgot who I was talking to about your problem with Felicity and the J.J. Abrams thing. And I thought it was like, exactly. That's what happens when you have people of the opposite gender or people that don't identify of the gender that they're writing trying to write that role. Yeah. You've got to have somebody in the room that actually understands how that person might actually think. Yeah. Male or female, because if right. you gave me a show that was about a male character and most of the room are women, I already know what it's going to be. 
like it's it's not going to be really reflective or accurate of the complexities of being a man. Like we, it, we're all complex. So but yeah, that's hubris. Like you have to stand back and be like, I don't actually know about this, so maybe this isn't my lane. And not a lot of people will do that. Right. Right. So can yeah. you talk about Molly? No, it'll just be a bunch of white guys in a room writing for black women. Oof. Or black men, for that matter. Right. Right, Orlando Jones? Oof. Oof. But Molly. So, so the, Andrew and Molly, the Andrew and Molly train has stopped, and I'm sad about it. Okay, here's the thing, though. Do you believe, because of how they ended it, or at least the last scene that you saw, Mm-hmm. That he was asking her, why do you really want this? And we never heard her answer. Do you think that it really is going to be ended? Or do you think it's going to be a thing where she's really going to see the shit that she needs to work on for herself to make it work? I think, okay. I think that, she, that it is ended. But I also think that she will use this to work on herself. I would like them to be end game Because to her point, what did we do all of this for? We obviously right. do love each other. But when she, she didn't step up and go to that game with the brother, it was over. Because well, like also, you said, also fuck but, his brother. But yes, but his brother was willing to say I'm sorry. His brother said he was sorry and where did they go? Um Mexico? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. Mexico. When they were in when they were in Mexico, his brother said he was sorry at um breakfast. Andrew wanted to get it out of him and didn't take Molly. I think that Molly should have gone to that breakfast and smoothed all that over there. And that would have right. been the end of it. But since But it wouldn't have came, been though. Hold on, hold on. But it wouldn't have been though. Because we know so? Molly. No. It would not have been the end of it because Molly can't let shit go. And right. so he right. would have said, I'm sorry. She would have done her little Molly. Mm, and then she still would have been holding it against the brother five months down the road. What was, because what that, that now she's doing, that, that's, that's Molly doing Molly. I was like, you sound like a toddler that's like holding in a shit. I'm like, mm. yeah. well, have you that's, ever seen her face yeah. when she goes down that she's not actually okay with? Yeah. That's yeah. the face that she makes. Like but that, now that, that she knows that her, about herself. When her brother was trying to get in her shit about how she was mm-hmm. treating her dad. Yeah. I want to chop her in her fucking throat. But, continue. but but now that she knows that about herself, I think that this next season she's going to do the work. And I think that they will bump into each other. Because I don't think Andrew, uh, not Andrew, I don't think Nathan's gone. So I think that Nathan and Andrew are friends. We're going to see Andrew again. I think they'll bump into each other. I think they will be better suited for each other. I do think that they're in game. I hope so. I do too. I think they. I thought they were really good for each other. Or, they both like Molly did what, with, or replace him with even hotter Asian Bay. But continue. No, 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 no. Listen, your brother thinks that him and Torian would be good together. Her and Torian would be good together, and I'm like, no, thank you at all. Yeah, yeah. they'd be they'd be as good together as about you know ribs and shit. He's also yeah. a Daniel Stan, so there's that. I mean, listen. I I was you know I really Ma'am. you already knew you already knew, but, not that but in this in this new iteration because yeah. I think we can start moving towards Issa now. Yes. Um, I would have preferred for her and Nathan to reconcile than anything else. But before I get into that, I do want to say this: I appreciated that we got a little bit of depth with Tiffany towards the end of the season. 
I love that. Um, I wish yeah. we'd gotten a little bit more. Yeah, they kind of wrapped it up too quickly, but yeah. that that is kind of an epidemic uh, amongst minority think that women. It's wrapped up though, because I don't. I think that now that we're tapped into it, I think we'll be seeing. Well, more they they of dropped it. little breadcrumbs throughout mm-hmm. the season of her not being well. Yeah. And then they kind of just dumped it all on the last episode that you kind of see it coming within the last two or three episodes that she's really not, you know, taking this new baby thing well. And then, like, I don't know if they'll, they'll address it again next season. I, I think they so. adjusted at the very beginning when she gave her to Molly and was like, listen, she'll make you work for it. I was like, oh, that means that she has been crying ever since you've held her. You've held her. Yeah. So you've had to work yeah. for it. For but I mean, but, but I think the fact that I would have appreciated, I, I do think that they kind of like tiptoed around and they've been dropping the breadcrumbs. But postpartum is so fucking real and it goes so unspoken. I would have appreciated. And again, I know they were trying to wrap everything up. I would have really liked if they named it and they were like, yo, she really fucking needs help. Do you think uh, that would have been too heavy handed though? I don't. I don't because like well, I not, I saw her postpartum with, with one of my kids. Um and it is so unspoken that when you don't name it, like it took the doctor to tell me when I went in, like when he was like six, seven months old and I was talking about how I was feeling for one of my own checkups, that he was like, you were going through postpartum depression. Like you do recognize that, right? And I'm like, no. well, no, my mom just thinks I'm just being sensitive because the baby cries a lot. Like it's a real thing. So to me, I think it is important to, to name it, to call it. You know what I mean? Well, not just the the postpartum depression. They uh, the they briefly mentioned it when she was talking about how the doctors wouldn't listen to her about her pain, and that's yeah. that's kind of an epidemic where doctors do not listen to black women in particular and women of color about pain issues. Right. They well, kind of brush we're it off. Built different. Yeah. We don't yeah, feel pain. Yeah, because you're built different. Yeah, it, it's systemic racism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was nice to see some of that. I never get enough Kelly though. That's an aside. Uh, but now let's talk about Issa. Whew. So what are we gonna do about this baby? <laughs> Listen, I hope that not only does Condola have the baby, but that she goes all the way in and is like terrible ass baby mama number one. Because Lawrence, that's what your bitch ass deserve. Fuck no. Me. I don't. Okay, mm-hmm. so for Issa, do you see them breaking up or do you see yes. them trying to make this work? Nope. Do you? I don't think like I know Issa loves him and I know that she's happy but to Issa's point, they have been through so fucking much like there has to be something that is finally the breaking point. Eric, what and, about you? And I think that it is fair for this to be the fucking breaking point because really? yeah. Because, Lawrence, you just raw dogging around the world. I got tired of so many episodes of your ass in the air. Like, I am completely. That legit was like the first episode, like not even three minutes in. Like you see Lawrence's ass. And it's not even that great of an ass. Like, I'm tired of seeing Lawrence's ass in the air. Lawrence was reckless as fuck with his dick. Because did did we get an STD the last season? Did we forget the STD last season? He was reckless. No, my boyfriend won't let me forget it. Okay. Right. <laughs> he was fucking reckless. So this idea when Issa's like, weren't you guys protecting yourselves? And he was like, oh, nah, nigga, you weren't because you've already been Captain Raw Dog. You deserve what you got. 
I also hope he disclosed that to Issa that he is coming off of an STD. I bet he didn't. Mm. Wait, was that part of when they had their fight? Did that come out or no? No, I don't believe so. It never okay. came out that he had the STD. Because that was after they broke up. When they like they did that little uh, clip montage when they ran into each other at um what was it Coachella? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All or right. was the next episode after like they ran into him at the convenience store. Eric Lawrence all day every day. All right. Okay. Eric. <laughs> uh, I, I was generally pleased with the season. I I still no do not no like no, no no. Going to the question. Do you think what? Issa and Lawrence will break up? I think it's going to be a focal part of the next season. I don't see them staying together. They they will they either will not stay together because he has the baby, or they will stay together in spite of it. And and it'll be a problem. Yeah. Or she loses the baby. I can see that happening too. Oh, I don't want her to lose that. Baby. I don't want her to lose the baby either. But I can see that. Happening. Like I could see if they if they were deciding to to end the series at some point, that being like a, a season a series finale thing where like they still end up breaking up in the end kind of a very sad like fresh prince of bel-air ending yeah i see condola keeping it i see them trying to work at it i see it being a thorn in Issa's side and i see that breaking them up yep i could see that too i mean because it's hard when when you i am i am i guess I, i feel like fortunate is the wrong word but i have a lot of things that my husband and I have had to work through. Me having to deal with another woman that is the mother of his child is not one of them. And I am thankful for that because my children are biologically not my husband's. And I know how thorny it's been with me being very hands off, like leave me the fuck alone and still having to deal with that drama that comes. You know what I mean? And so I think that it's unfortunate because in a perfect world, everybody gets along and everything's great, but that ain't how the world happens. And I think that for next season, especially if they go on beyond her actually having the baby, I think it's really going to be a good like plot point to really dig into the challenges that come with that from both sides. Because it's not always that the baby mama is crazy. Sometimes it right. is. Right. Um, And it's not always that the dad ain't shit, but sometimes they are. So like navigating that and then Issa's place in that, obviously wanting to probably love that child because it is Lawrence's child. And then how does that work with her and Condola? It's just, it's a lot. And it's going to be messy. It's going to be very messy. Mm -hmm. Does he keep the promotion? Is he a trolley nigga? I don't think he does. I don't think he leaves. I feel like that'll be contingency too. Yeah, so they definitely won't won't leave now. Well, but but if he tries, I think that that's going to be an issue for Issa because Issa's going to be like, "How the fuck you going to leave and you got a baby on the way?" Right. So yeah, so there's that. Yeah. Also, I would I would watch a a whole episode about her mom and her stepdad and their craziness. Yeah, I would watch a whole episode about that. They are hilarious. I mean, but listen, even like Molly's. Adult twins. No. God. Yes. I don't fuck yes. adult twins either. <laughs> Listen, here's what I love about Insecure in general. All of the like secondary characters are awesome. Like mm-hmm. Molly's whole family, like you legit feel like they are a family. They're yep. more interesting than she is. Yeah, they are more. Yeah. Right. Molly's, Molly's right. trash. 
right. Molly's right. trash. You know she's, she's learning trash. about herself. I can't leave her because her wardrobe is fire. I can't leave her. <laughs> okay. You're right. But thank you for finally being honest in our little circle of trust and admitting what your love affair with Molly is. Because her closet is fire, but she is trash on fire. Well, so I want her to do better. I want her to do better. So I'm, sticking, I'm sticking around to see if she'll do better. Stop it. I'm sticking around to see if she'll do better. Like, I'm holding out hope. I'm, like, the only one, though. But I'm holding out hope. It's that, it's that wardrobe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> I'm shallow. Okay. So, yeah, I know I've just gone on for a minute. Um, and I don't even watch TV. So, I know we want to get into some stuff that you guys have been watching before. Obviously, we wrap up and this doesn't end up being like a four-hour Joe Rogan fucking podcast. So. Let's talk about DMT, bro. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let me Manera, tell you how to be alpha. Manira, like literally, you don't even have to go listen to it. Just like go pull up Joe Rogan's podcast and just look at how long the episodes are. I swear to you, I haven't seen one that's under three hours. Seriously? Yeah. They're very long episodes. And his, his, his fans eat that shit up. That's why he got that $100 million deal with Spotca- uh, Spotify. They don't cut anything? Like no. nobody's cutting anything. And there's no. so much product placement. Oh, there's a lot of product placement. I mean, if if they're three hours long, at least 25 minutes are commercials. But once you get past that, it is it is a lot to digest. And like someone in my house put him put it on, like just trying to like see what he was talking about. And I was just like, I can't even listen to his voice anymore. It's insane. Well, I, I mean, not to shit on other podcasters, but like the reason his podcast is so like beloved is because he gives everyone a platform. He does. Like, he'll let Alex Jones come on there and talk yeah. batshit crazy for an hour. He'll let some random YouTube, you know, UFO conspiracy theory guy come on and talk for an hour. And then he'll legitimately engage with them. He does. Because he is also talking some batshit dumb shit. And everybody I guess people like that. Pl- so, you know, everybody needs a platform. To, to each your own. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not them. So we ain't going to be putting out three-hour fucking podcasts. Eric, if, if you... Oh, I was going to say, you don't want me to reply to Alex Jones's email and tell him he can be on next week? Oh, God, please don't. So, so like, if you have to go back and cut, you can cut everything I said about forget about it because we want to forget about it. To, like, uh, okay, we, we, we weren't on last week, so if we have a double-long episode, go for it. All right, okay. All right, well, that, those are mine. Uh, Manera, do you want to go next? I can. Yeah, go for All it. Right. I only have, like, three. Okay. Well, uh, first and foremost, I went on Amazon and watched Upload. I don't know if you two have. I know you have. Uh, the, the Greg Daniels one for, uh, with the guy that you hate, his brother? His cousin. Uh, yes. They're not Stephen and Mel's brothers. cousin. What is I, thought, I think they're cousins. I think they're brothers. Well, first of all, all right. The guy dies, and he is being uploaded to the internet. So when you die, you can be uploaded to the internet. Yeah, You're either you can a, upload your consciousness. Right. So you'll either be a poor and get spotty internet, or you're, you know, not a broke boy and get regular internet. And so oh, I didn't know there uploaded. was this rich and poor dichotomy on the show. I haven't watched it yet, but you I haven't didn't know watched that. it. Yeah. Oh damn. Okay. So yeah. So he gets uploaded, but. There, he's uploaded in a way that makes you kind of think that something happened. And slowly but surely, you notice that something did. He's actually uploaded on his girlfriend, who is Rich's account, because he is part of the pores. And he is trying to make it so that the internet is for all and everyone gets good internet, not spotty internet, uh, internet if that makes sense. It's really good. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
It's really good. And I'm glad that I know that you haven't seen it because I don't want to spoil it. But it's really good. It makes you think. And um, it's it's about class, but not like right in your face. If you get it, you get it. If that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and yeah, I verified it is uh, his cousin. He's first cousins with Stephen Amell. Yeah, but they have the same derpy fucking face. Yeah, they look so very much alike. Sense. Yeah, no, I get it. So it's called Upload. It's very good. It's got, what is he, Robbie Amell or Robert? He's, he's a grown man. He goes man. by Robbie. Does he go by Robbie? Yeah, because, you know, he's he's a, you know, affluent white man, so. Fuck you. Robert Amell. <laughs> okay, so that's on Amazon. Um, On Hulu, I checked out The Great, Catherine the Great, and um Peter the Third of Russia. It's got... um. L Fanning and the gentleman who plays um, Beast on Nicholas the Howell. most recent Nicholas Howe. Yes, uh, it's really good. It's very sensationalized, but not really because Russia was actually like that. Um, it's a lot of white folks, but also uh, different races in it as well. So it's not you know historically accurate, but it's very good. Um, I enjoy it a lot. So much is happening. <laughs> I enjoy no, it a lot. Fine. Okay, if you're looking for some satire about history, but you know the history, um, you'll really like this. It's it's very good. Elda's a great job. She she's fantastic, and Nicholas is good too. Um, is she the older one or the younger one? No, she's the young one. Okay, she's Dakota's little sister. She was in Maleficent. So that's that. Um, I also watched Normal People. That's on Hulu as well. And that's coming back for a second season. Um, it is basically about two people who grew up together and their lives intertwine. And the way that they treat each other affects the way that they treat themselves and allow to be treated in the world, if that makes sense. Hmm. Yeah, I, I had to think about it for a second. Like, no, no, that that actually makes sense. Okay. So that's good. It's called Normal People. It's on Hulu. It is based out of, I want to say either Ireland or Scotland. I think it's Ireland. I, I may be wrong, but I think it's Ireland. Um, Back on regular television, but also on Hulu, it is Baker and the Beauty. Um. <sighs> It's, but it's good, guys. It's good. Hold on. But you, so I've got to tell people about it. Okay. Yeah. And it also got fucking canceled. It did. But. Which is, which is why I didn't bring it up. Because it was a, good. Petition, there's a petition and people are signing it. Not enough people because not enough people know about the petition. But yeah, is it is about, yeah, Eva Longoria um, picked it up. She was very pissed, much like your husband, and said everything that your husband said to me, which is very true, that there aren't enough Latina people on television. And every time that you get something, it's snatched right away from you. So, yep. and this was yep. really good. It is um, really it, good. It's cute. And it's Baker and the Beauty. It's very cute. We watched that, me, my mom, um, on a whim. Uh, ABC did not, ABC trashed it. They did not promote it the way that they should have. I saw it on, um, as a Hulu, no, I saw it as a YouTube um, advertisement for something else that I was watching. And I thought, oh, this is really cute. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to watch it. And then I, I, I told. I think they also fucked up the the airing order and aired a couple of episodes out of it, uh, out of order. Really? I watched it. I watched it on demand, so I don't know if that happened on regular or yeah, I believe what? it happened on on regular broadcast. On regular broadcast. 
see, and then that's another thing. So I told basically everybody that I thought would enjoy it. It's um, so cute. it's about a family. It's so cute. It's about a family. Um, they have a bakery. One of the sons goes to a restaurant where with his longtime girlfriend and she in fact proposes to him before she proposes to him he goes to the bathroom and he meets a celebrity uh they have an interaction small and then he goes to his seat his girlfriend proposes in a very elaborate way he says no she feels embarrassed she tosses soup at him she leaves the celebrity then takes him, gives him a different shirt, and they have a what is very cute night. And he goes back to his life. Thinking that, you know, everything is fine, he does not know that every time that they were uh, photographed, the celebrity then also hashtagged the bakery. So she was using her platform for good, and now the ba- bakery is famous. Mm-hmm. They had such a good time. She would like to have a relationship with him and they have a relationship and, you know, silliness, cuteness, a lot of drama happens from there. It's it very so, good. Yeah, it, it, really it was really good. Um, so it's called The Baker and the Beauty. Like I said, Eva Longoria has a petition. Go on her Instagram. I don't really bangs with her like that, but this is this is good. And it's something but it's that needs a lot more Like Grand Hotel was so good. Yeah. And we ended on a cliffhanger and no more. And then this was so good. And we ended on a cliffhanger and no more. And let's not even talk about what they did to Party of Cinco. Like, well, I, ugh. Anyway. Sorry. Yeah. Also, this was... Um, this was filmed in Puerto Rico. So there was that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving right along, I watched The Big Flower Fight on Netflix. If you like The Great British Breaking Show, then you'll like this. It's got flowers on it. It's just as fantabulous and also a whole lot of fucking heart. It's so good. I tried it's to get like, into uh, it. It's kind of like the American like, version would be uh, Making It, the one with uh, yes. Nick Offerman and mm-hmm. Amy Poehler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's about yeah, like no. flower arranging and things like that. Yeah, okay. there's a father and son on there warms my fucking heart because the son has um, like depression really bad and his father mm-hmm. is the most supportive father. Like every time he says, oh, my son, my boy, I got like really oh, just adorable. There is a very fam- flamboyant friend of friends and I say flamboyant because their get-ups are amazing and their flower arrangements, amazing. And then there's a couple who, one's an artist and one's a DJ. And the things that they put together, they don't even bang flowers like that. But the things that they put together, like it's it's fantastic. So if you're into just seeing people make fantabulous things out of nothing, like out of thin air, then go watch that. And like I said, it's it's nothing but heart as well. So get ready for that. Um, also, I watch In the Dark. That's on Netflix. Um, trigger warning. If you don't want to see a mystery surrounding the death of a little black boy, don't watch it. Um, backstory. There's a blind girl who was getting um, abused and basically robbed. And the little black boy helped her. He saved her life. And so she becomes friends with him. They meet in the back alley every night. She brings him food. He's working on the corner. 
one night she goes and she feels his essence is there, but he's cold. She goes to get the police and come back. He's not there anymore. So she takes it upon herself because, of course, the police aren't really doing their job because little black boy to basically figure out what happened to this little black boy. Uh, His cousin, who is shady but doing underhanded things, gives her information that he can help, but he may be involved. It's very good. Um, But again, like I said, trigger, trigger, trigger. If you don't want yet another show about little black boys being killed because, I mean, we don't have to watch that. It's on the news. So there. It's called In the Dark. It's very good. But again, trigger, trigger, trigger. I can't say trigger enough about that. Um, Liar on Amazon. Looking at you, Jose, because get into this. Okay, so Anna on Downton Abbey goes out on a date. Her and her boyfriend just broke up. Goes out on a date with a guy. Date went well, blah, 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 blah. Flash two, we wake up to her being on the bed and not really feeling like something is right. She goes, she throws up because she's feeling a little weird. She takes off all of her clothes. She takes a shower. She goes back to work. Then she goes to the um, police officer basically saying, you know, I was raped. The gentleman comes back and he's like, no. I didn't rape her, but, you know, I'll take care of all of this and, you know, I'll go through everything I need to go through. But something doesn't feel right to you and something doesn't feel right to her. And I'll leave that at that. It's very good. Um, The gentleman who played Mr. Fantastic. I was going to say, yeah, is it the one with uh, with Ian Gruffold? He was Mr. Fantastic in the live action Mm -hmm. movies. Mm -hmm. It is the second season is on Sundance. I don't know if it's still on Sundance, but it was. Um, And that I happened upon the first season because I taped the second season. I happened upon the first season on Amazon. I think think it's a BBC America show mm -hmm, or BBC show. It is. I started watching it and uh, so many things were happening on the second season that I was like, oh, no, I can't just jump in here. So I have to watch the first season. Um, It's very good. Till the very end, you'll be like, the fuck? And then shit just takes off. So it's very good. It's called Liar. Um, Again, that's on Amazon. I want to say it's leaving soon. Maybe at the end of July. Don't quote me, but it's still That sounds about right. They have a weird streaming thing with the BBC where, like, they don't get What is that about? I don't know. I I know, like, because they used to have Doctor Who. Now they don't. Yeah. 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 Um... Tales from the Loop, also Amazon. So good. So fucking good. If you have not watched this and you like... Yeah, I didn't like jerker it. shit. Jeez, you didn't like it? I did not like it. But I think that's why. I'm not a big fan of shit that makes me cry. Y'all know, already know that. Ooh. And it was a little too emotional at times, a little too slow at other times. Mm-hmm. I just, I couldn't get into it. Uh, it I was very it. well produced though like like yeah. this thing i can say even it's if i beautiful. don't like the story it was very well produced and people that like it i can completely understand it just wasn't my cup of tea uh, no i loved it, it i'm sorry to, yeah, um, it's on my list yeah no you you uh binge it but also be in the right mindset for it that's what i will say do that um all right so going to hbo 
I am watching I May Destroy You, and everyone should be watching I May Destroy You. I know everyone will not watch I May Destroy You, but if you have been or had a relationship where it ended and you just kind of felt a certain way about it, then watch it. Because I've watched, uh, allegedly, allegedly, I watched all the episodes that I needed to watch. The first episode I watched by myself and I didn't realize that I was crying until the very end, if that makes sense. And not because of what happened, what happened to her, what happened to me, but the fact that it could have. And I feel like that that would have been what she's doing is exactly how it would have happened. Do you know? Does that make sense? Um, There are episodes where I'm like, oh, no, that did happen to me. Um, There are episodes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a woman in America. Right. (laughs) Um, You know. But there are also episodes where I'm crying because I know that this happened and it's never going to get reported because not that I'm a woman in America, but because we also treat other sexual orientations horribly that we don't identify with. So watch it. Everyone needs to watch it. Um, Also because this based off of uh is it it's based off of what happened to her correct yeah uh and, and the show was written and directed by uh was it, uh, michelle michaela cole, cole michaela cole michelle yeah okay. yeah and her her experience while while she was working on her other show chewing gum right and my god uh but yeah no watch that also, I'm doing a rewatch. Of, no, it's um, HBO. It's I May Destroy You. They switched it because it's not on uh, Sunday nights anymore because it was coming on after Insecure because I guess black girls need to watch it, but all girls need to watch it, whatever. Um, and they switched it and didn't tell anybody. It's now coming on on Mondays on HBO. Um, and I'm doing a rewatch of Misfits and Atlanta. So there's that. If you haven't watched Misfits, watch fucking Misfits and y'all know about Atlanta. Exactly. Yeah, Misfits is, is great. It's essentially like X Men, but in broke down like London about a bunch of like kids doing community service that suddenly get superpowers. Huh. It's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> it's very realistic. But they're all kind of scumbags. Got yeah. it. All right. So that's what about you? Oh, I'm sorry, Manu. No, I'm done. No, I'm done. Okay. Go ahead. What you got, E? Uh, I only have a few. I'll start with uh, the most recent that I finished just a couple days ago, which is the latest season of Killing Eve. Um, did not realize there was a season finale. I thought there was another one the following week, and then I found out, oh, yeah, that's the last one for this season. Uh, not that it was a disappointing season finale, but it was very abrupt. I was like, I need to know more, and then they were like, uh, nope, next year, sorry. They ended it kind of like Luther ends things. Yeah, and I know for a fact they've been renewed for at least two more seasons, so it's a good show. If you're not watching Killing Eve, um, it's hilarious. It's about literal psychopaths. Um, I've also, uh, well, yeah. one's a psychopath, one's not there yet. One's He's a psychopath, there. one's on the, you know, very relatable psychopath. Um, along your trajectory. journey with HBO, um, I watched Betty, which if you, if yeah. you haven't, it, it is a spinoff series. Well, not a spinoff, it's kind of a series version of the film Skate Kitchen, which is about the, a crew of uh, female skaters in New York. Um, and the show is kind of 
loosely based on the film where they're they're trying to advocate for for women to sk- to do you know to skateboard and it's about you know all these girls from different walks of life and it has a very the, the vibe of like the movie Kids. There's a movie. Yeah the the movie it's based on is called Skate Kitchen. It came out in like 2017 2018. Oh, same, I didn't know that. Same actors, same director, um, same writer, and like the the show is basically like a loose version of the movie. Shout out to Corey from the Canopy who reminded me on Facebook that it was showing because I saw the trailer and I wanted to watch it and then I forgot about it because HBO didn't really do a very good job about promoting that as well. No. And he promoted it for me. And so every time that it would come on, because it would come on on Fridays, every time it would come on, he'd be like, "Uh, Manira, are you watching it? I'd be like, no, but let me go and put it on my DVR. So I would DVR it. So, but no, you were right. I watched the whole thing in a day. It was really good. And it's only like Mm -hmm. six episodes, um, but it is also very good. Uh, moving right along, I also watched, um, finished up Rick and Morty recently, which was pretty good, pretty good, pretty, pretty good. Um, Miracle Workers is another thing that I've been watching. I don't know if you've watched this. It came on TBS. Um, they've done two seasons. It's got Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, I was saying that's the one with Daniel Radcliffe, yeah. that he's an angel. He's an angel, and Steve Buscemi is God. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not watched it, but I heard it was hilarious. Those two seasons are very different. The first season, um, Basically, you have a new angel who gets transferred to a different department. It's the the young lady who was um, John Cena's daughter in Blockers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yeah, she's really funny. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, Daniel Radcliffe's character is an angel, and he's in the miracles department, but he doesn't want to do any big miracles. You have to do little miracles, so like finding someone's keys, things like mm-hmm. that. So he's kind of jaded by working in that office for for so long, and he's you come to find out later that he's actually a caveman. So he's one of the first cavemen. Oh. You know, and when, he, when he died, he became an angel, and you know he's been doing this job for thousands of years. But Steve Buscemi, basically, as God, is bored and decides, eh, I'm gonna retire and I'm gonna destroy the Earth. So <laughs> they go to him and they're like, hey, don't destroy Earth, we'll all be out of jobs. Um, so he gives them two weeks to basically, like, change his mind. Yeah, change his mind as to why Earth is savable. So the first season is all about that, and it's really funny. The second season, well, the first season takes place during modern times. Mm-hmm. The second season takes place. The second season takes place during medieval times. All the same characters, all the same actors, um, but during medieval times. And it's I haven't finished the second season yet, but the first season is really funny. So, do you think think that's something that they'll do? What do you mean? A different like yeah, you go know, to different the, times. The second season is already done. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the second season, and they were it, renewed for a third season, correct? I hope so. I don't know, but I know the second season takes place during medieval times, um, and it's supposed to be also really funny. Um, I've also watched a couple of movies that I've been meaning to get to, including um, I kind of fell on the rabbit hole of uh, Taika Waititi films, and I watched one of his first films, which is called Boy, and it is kind of an examination of um, two brothers that are, um, you know, they're they're New Zealand indigenous. And basically, it's their relationship with their father, who is played by Taika Waititi. So it is a comedy, but he does that thing where he does kind of happy sadness. Mm -hmm. And it's basically about their idea of their father, who is a deadbeat and, you know, basically abandoned them. But, like, when the movie starts, you find out that they they have this great version of their father built up in their head. So Mm -hmm. he's like, you know, my father's a champion rugby rugby player and he's a, a spy and, you know, he holds the record for knocking out the most people with one hand ever. 
Uh, and it's just, you know, the buildup of, of the, this character in their mind and then the slow disappointment of reeling, realizing who this person really is and them all kind of having to deal with it. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I suggest it. It came out in like 2010 um, and it, it's a fantastic film if you can find it. And then I watched We Bear Bears, the I mean, uh, We Bear Bears, the movie. It just came out this week. Really funny. If you're a fan of the show, like the show stopped airing maybe a year or two ago. But um, it is about, you know. Is that with all three of those little bears? Yeah, with the bears. Okay. <laughs> it's hilarious. It, like the movie is basically about their continuing adventures in San Francisco and how the San Francisco people want them out because they cause more damage. Even though all they do is, you know, ride scooters and eat ice cream. and But they, they, they fuck things up because they're bears in San Francisco. So it's about them trying to get to Canada where apparently bears are very welcome. Everyone loves bears in Canada. So they decide to to move to Canada. But I'm assuming this is an animation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it used to be on Cartoon Network as a show. Just, just trying to make sure. Um, it's, what is the name? Bobby Moynihan and um, Dimitri Martin. And I forgot the third guy who does the other, the third bear voice. But it's, a, okay. yeah, it's like a brown bear, a polar bear, and a, uh, a panda. They're all different sizes. It's so yeah, cute. Yeah, they're, they're different bears. <laughs> and like, you know, they're, they're really fun and cool. I, I enjoy it. It's really okay. fun. Yeah. All and right. That's, oh, and my new favorite, I don't know if you guys watched it, just started on Netflix this week. Um, the Floor is Lava. It is a game show. It's on It's on it, my queue. <laughs> yeah, it is silly and stupid. If you enjoy things like uh, Wipeout, where people are basically getting fucked up trying to do... I personally thing. like Holy Moly, but, you know. Yes. No, this one is basically, they put you in this giant room. They have... It's not water, but it's not actual lava. It looks like lava. It's kind of like a thick material. And you get teams of three that have to traverse the room to get to one end to the other. Um, and the, all the rooms are different themes. So you have like one that's like a bedroom. So there's a bed and like a nightstand. You have to, you can do however you want to get to the end of the room. But as you get, you know, once you start the room, the stairs at the other end start to go. So the longer you take, the harder it's going to be to get to the end of the room. Mm. It's dumb. You hate. It sounds like people. fun though. Yeah, all the people on the show are terrible. Like it's literally just teams of three. So it's like a mom and her two kids, or like. So you enjoy watching roommates. them fall into the lava. Yeah, you enjoy watching them, and I do like the fact that the way the show is edited, and I guess they tell the people before you start, like if someone falls in the lava, tree it like it's real. They don't. Up. They don't show the person like you know. They don't show anyone swimming away or anything. No, once they fall under the water, everyone's like, no, they're dead, and you have to keep going as if they really did die. So that's what we used to do when we were kids. Yeah, Got yeah. it. I love it, it. It is essentially an adult version of a child's game. And it's stupid and it's hilarious. And if you just want something to be mindless fun, I, I recommend it. It's just pure mindless dumbness. Awesome. Well, guys, I think we've given you a lot to uh, think about and digest and watch if you haven't watched it. So get caught up. Um, and again, the, the, our final thoughts are, he, are here are just stay the fuck in the house and watch TV so COVID can go away. The yeah. end. Um, but with that, Manir, did you did you have a grab bag this week? Not girl. Okay, I think so. All right, well, we skipped in the grab bag then. Plus, you've heard us talk. That's why I allowed it to go on so long because I was like, well, we ain't got a grab bag, so go ahead. (laughs) All right. So, as always, we want to thank you for listening. If you like the episode, please rate us, drop a review, subscribe, tell your friends, do all of the above. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram for updates on our episode drops. Our handle on both is um, at concentratedpod. Um, next week, we're probably going to be talking about things that we feel are cash grabs. Um, so if you have some things that you think, um, 
brands are literally capitalizing on your on your join just throwing money at or you don't mind throwing money at you know definitely hit us up and let us know what you think i was gonna say there we're we're currently in a month currently uh just overloaded with cash drabs oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's if you don't know the month of june is also pride month and oh and, yeah uh, as of two or three years ago now everyone is because they realize they can make money on it everybody has something that you know uh you know you can get your laundry detergent with rainbows on it now because yeah. they figured they can make money. I don't want to hear it. Ugh. That said, you can also send us um, any questions or topics you'd like us to cover and any feedback that you have to our email address, which is concentratedpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and at least for right now, um, you can message us on our Facebook page, which is just Concentrated Podcast. And I say for right now, because the way things are going on Facebook, we may not be on Facebook um, in the future, but whatever. A different topic for a different time. Fuck you, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, and then lastly, you can just leave us a voicemail. Uh, the phone number is 301-431-4393. Again, the number is 301-431-4393. Not nine free. Nine three. Uh, but it is free to call. It is free to call. It is free to call. Um, and also, if you're one of our international listeners, you can actually send us a message um, through WhatsApp to that same phone number. And it is free through WhatsApp. Um, if you do not want us to play your actual message online, just say so and we will read it. But we will not play it. If you're not shy, we will definitely play your message um, on air. So just let us know. And I think that's that's it for this week, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I, I got nothing. Wash your fucking hands. Stay Wash home. Wash your fucking hands. Stay home. Stay safe. Bye. Later, y'all. Peace.